Welcome to the Food Freedom Habit Podcast, where you can find freedom from food crazies using nothing but your own brain. With me, Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach. Would you like permanent food and body peace without tracking one trigger or calorie? Whether you're dealing with overeating, binge eating, bulimia, food obsession, body hate, or the endless diet cycle, we do all this without delving into past trauma, starting yet another food plan, or monitoring every meal. Live a free life aligned with your health and values. If you're ready for something real, you're in the right place. All episodes are 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hello, this is Coach Lydia Knight, and we are ending eating disorders and freeing women from every cage. And freedom is not letting others choose your size. So one of our incredible grads was sharing this in such a powerful way. She said, you know, for so much of my life, I tried to be the size that I thought my mother wanted me to be. And then I tried to be the size that I thought my husband wanted me to be. And then I tried to be the size that I thought my kids wanted me to be. And the reality was, is none of them wanted me to be a particular size. They wanted me to be happy. And that was something that I was putting on myself. And for this incredible grad to have the freedom of just being present with the people that she loves, with her family, with those that she's close to, and to not compare herself with the size that she thinks they want her to be, and to just be the size that she is in joy and in power and in calmness and in love. And for that, whatever the perceived size used to be is just a non-issue. And freedom is, is you don't have to throw away food. There is so much throwing away of food when we struggle with food. There's the buying of the food and then the eating of the food and then we shouldn't eat the food. And well, the healthy food that we got went bad, so we throw it away. And the unhealthy food that we got, we felt was too much of a temptation and so we'd throw it away. And there's just this horrible waste of just throwing away all this food. The bad food gets thrown away because it's a temptation. The good food gets thrown away because it went bad because we ate the bad food. <laughs> There's just so much throwing away of food. You get to keep your food. You get to go and take your hard-earned money and buy food for your life, and you get to keep it and use it and eat it and move on with your life. When you have leftovers, you get to eat them instead of throw them away. When you have food in your house, you can just keep it there for a long time because it's not a temptation to you. It's just something that like, oh, that's right. I have chocolate. Now I remember. You just get to keep it until you want it and then you can eat it. And then the food that you get that you're like, I'm going to make a healthy meal. I'm going to eat something that's nourishing me. You get to use it and eat it and not throw it away. So freedom is not having to throw away food. And freedom is for the bathroom to not be a big deal, a non-issue. So specifically with bulimia, when we are throwing up our food, there are different kinds of bulimia. One, it's really dangerous. There are three different ways that you can instantly kill yourself when you purge your food. Three different ways of instant death, of your heart stopping. And after a meal, going to the bathroom to purge what you just ate, and prioritizing that, that fear of 
being fatter or that fear of having that food in you over your own beating heart in your life, going to the bathroom becomes a big deal. Here's where it becomes an even bigger deal is when your family knows about it and when your kids see you walking to the bathroom or when your partner sees you walking to the bathroom and they know that it's no use to try to stop you because you're going to make your own decisions, but it's a really big deal because they don't know if this is the last time they're going to see you. They don't know if their mom is going to the bathroom to commit suicide. That's a really big deal. And freedom is, is for the bathroom to be a non-issue, not a big deal. It's just a thing that we all do and it doesn't hurt us. And for not only ourselves, but the people around us to trust that, that they're going to see us again in a minute, that everything's okay, that nothing bad is going to happen in there. Oh, that's freedom. Freedom is not having an eating disorder anymore. <laughs> it's awesome. I mean, we have this label that we carry around of like, I am someone with an eating disorder. This is going to be a struggle for the rest of my life. This is my identity. This is who I am. And she'd be like, oh, I don't have it anymore. It was an issue. It's not an issue anymore. It's not part of our identity. It's not a label that we carry around. It's not something that other people identify us with because we don't have an eating disorder anymore. Ta-da! <laughs> so freedom is is having that gone, of it being a thing of the past, a really intense life experience that we learn lots from, but that we don't have to carry around for the rest of our life. Freedom is not having an eating disorder anymore. And I can appreciate that there are lots of schools of thought out there and lots of professionals that say that, you know what, like, you never get rid of an eating disorder. This is gonna be a lifelong struggle. It's just the way that it is. Buckle up, this is your life, this is who you are. And I can appreciate that perspective, especially when you teach things that don't fix the problem, but we teach what fixes the problem. And we have seen over a thousand times, over a thousand times, people that came to us with an eating disorder and then graduate without an eating disorder. Years later, celebrating. Like these freedom is videos. Like, yes, I know what it's like to be free. It's awesome. But there's also a thousand plus people in our community that also know what it's like to be free. And most of everything that I say here is because of their, their celebrations. And I'm just passing them on to you because they don't have an eating disorder anymore. And freedom is not having an eating disorder anymore. And freedom is giving away holiday food, Christmas cookies, birthday cakes, lots of holiday food gets made. And when you struggle with food, lots of holiday food doesn't get given away because we eat it first. We make it under the excuse of I'm making this for other people and those other people never even find out about it. It's that I made this for my kids. They never knew about it. I ate it all. I made this for my neighbors. They never knew about it. I ate it all. And freedom is being able to make something that you intend to give away and actually give it away. <laughs> actually have it be a gift and be able to be in that beautiful generosity without worry and without willpower and without stress to just know that you can make something and you can give it away and you can make more and you can give it away and you can make something and not give it away. And it's not a big deal if you want to keep it yourself cool, but it's not a compulsion. It's not a have to. 
And that is a beautiful element of freedom. And freedom is releasing the fake. When we struggle with food, there's so much that we do to overcompensate. It's almost like a, you know, people know that I'm binging, people can see that I'm out of control, I'm gonna be found out. And so there's a lot of layers of fake on top of that, right? I'm gonna contour my face so it looks different. I'm going to wear these certain clothes to manipulate my body. I'm going to over-exaggerate this part of my personality. I'm gonna, you know, take care of everyone else so that nobody ever focuses on me. There are all these layers that are artificial because of the insecurity and the shame that we're trying to make up for. And on the side of freedom, what is so beautiful is that we get to be our true authentic selves and like love who that is. Because there's no purpose to have this layer of fake or facade on top of it. It just gets to be us in our realness, in our authenticity, and leaning into and enjoying who that is. When my little girl was a very little girl, as most kids love to do, she would try to feed me stuff, right? She'd try to feed me Cheerios or try to feed me goldfish, and I would constantly be refusing food. Like, goldfish is carbs and calories, Cheerios are carbs and calories. And it was something where after a while, she just knew to not offer mom food, that I was gonna say no. And it's a sadness to miss out on that experience. And making food, sharing food, feeding someone is an element of love. It's a love language for a lot of people. And for the people that love and care about us in our lives, you know, our kids or the other people that want to show us that they care by, I baked this for you, I made this for you, it's fun to show my care and love this way and to not have to refuse that anymore. When someone says, ooh, try this, I just made it, we can say yes. When someone says, oh, do you want one of these? We can say yes. When someone says, I really care about you, and so I baked you this, or I knew you were having a hard time, I, I, I made you this beautiful thing, to be able to receive love in all its forms, to be able to receive love with the way that someone would most love to express it and for them to know that you can receive that, that there isn't going to be something about you about how freaked out we are about food or how scared we are about calories that would hold us back from having that beautiful bond with our children otherwise. So freedom is being able to feed, being able to eat the food that your kids make you. Thanks for tuning in. If you felt a spark here and want to see how these principles can work in your own life, here is your next step pop over to lydialifestyle.com slash session. That's lydialifestyle.com slash session, where you can book a free session with our team. We'll give you a call and together find clarity on three things. One, the exact cycle you keep getting sucked into. Two, what isn't working with your approach. And three, what's missing to close the gap between food prison and food freedom. We have helped free hundreds of women all over the world from their food struggles. These are proven principles that work, no matter how long you've been stuck. This is Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach, signing off. Mwah!